just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. Everybody and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcasts. I'm Justin here with Meals. It's almost Turkey Day. Are you ready, bro? I am more than ready. This this has been the longest trek to a Thanksgiving I've ever had in my damn life. <laughs> are you cooking I'm, this year? Or? No, I'm not. Thank God. Okay. Oh God. I know you remember, are. remember last year it was chicken. <laughs> well, I've had to for this was based off of survival, but <laughs> thankfully my mom will be around this year so i can oh actually not cook so yeah but i know you i mean you a regular betty crocker on instagram now yeah you uh, out here cooking chef and bacon what's on the menu sir come on i i, um, I just took the turkey out so i'm making turkey i am making ham i am making stuffing or whatever dressing or whatever you want to call it same thing um i'm gonna make mac and cheese which i'm probably not gonna eat but i'm gonna make it why well, I'm lactose, so I can't eat it. <laughs> Come on, there's lactose milk. Come on, mac and well, cheese, and you're well, just gonna let it sit there? Well, I mean, people, are, people are gonna eat it. People That's are gonna eat it. Respectful to our audience. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, we're gonna make string beans. Uh, we're gonna make mashed potatoes. My girl's gonna make the sides, so she's gonna make a carrot cake. I'm, I'm interested in that. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering where the greens were here. I was like, I'm hearing a yeah, lot yeah. of. Well, what what greens do you eat on Thanksgiving other than collard? <laughs> I don't eat collard. I'm from the West Indian Islands. <laughs> I don't eat collard greens. So. Cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> I eat. Um, what do I eat? I eat whatever my mom gives me. Um, <laughs> I eat. Um. I'll have a salad or something. We'll have a nice little salad on the side. Maybe some, like, I know we wanted to get um, Brussels sprouts. I was like, what the hell is this? Those are good. Yeah. Um, string beans are usually thing, too. Um, what else? Gosh, I know this year we're having fish because the majority of people in my house swear they don't eat meat. They're liars. <laughs> um, I'm surprised you still eat meat and, and all that. No, nah, I definitely I lo- I love chicken way too much to sacrifice it for my own personal. <laughs> you are. I am still black. I yeah. am still black. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. I love chicken way too much. Um, we're gonna do that. Um, I think we're having. My mom wants to make quinoa. I was like, you can you can do that on your own. Make a small pot because <laughs> I ain't eating that. Um, gosh, what else? There's so many fish, maybe like a salmon or something. Um, I'm not making fried chicken this year, just not. Maybe it's maybe for Christmas. Well, good, yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. I mean, it, it's it's very tough. I'm I'm, I'm kind of stressed about it. Um, you have to be up early. <laughs> well, I took the turkey out tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have my my sister on Facetime, and I'm gonna do what she does because it's my first time making turkey. Ham is pretty easy. 
uh, which reminds me, I got to go get some pineapple slices. But um, I think turkey's, uh, turkey's crazy, bro. You ever seen is, that Thanksgiving it, episode of Martin? It's involved. You can and you can you can mess it up very easily. So I'm gonna be very careful about what I do. But I'm glad that I have support. Well, yes, yes. I'm glad you have support as well. Um, now, first of all, we have to get this right. This is yeah. a, um, stuffing or dressing because this has I, been a debate. Well, well, <laughs> and someone, I'm confused. Someone, try, I, I didn't understand it either. Like, of course, we call it dressing because <laughs> it's salad dressing. But um, I, I think that my mom called it stuffing. My granny called it stuffing. My my mom is from Florida. My grandmother's from from Florida. She lived in Georgia. Georgia from from no, my, my grandmother's from from Georgia. Lived in Florida for a while. Um, so they're both firmly from the South, and right. they both called it stuffing. I've heard it's called stuffing in the North. So pretty much from Virginia all the way up, it's it's been stuffing. It's only like a like a couple of people in the Midwest are starting to call it like dressing out. They and then making a big deal out of it, and it's like, come on, man. <laughs> it's not dressing, bro. Dressing some salads. All right, come on. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna, you know, turn away an entire swath of our audience. Hopefully not in the Midwest because they just got a great pay per view. But it's not. It's not stuff. It's 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 stuffing, bro. It's not dressing. Like, come on. Let's let's be adult about this. Um. But yeah, Thanksgiving, man. This is listen. Is this our second Thanksgiving show? No, yeah, it got to be. Oh, because we used to release on Wednesday, so it would come out right before. Yeah, no, no, we used to release on Thursday. So last year, did we do a Thanksgiving? I can't remember. It's been. I, I, we probably did it early. Yeah, I think we did it early. We probably did. I don't remember anymore. All these stuff are starting to blur together. This is a, <laughs> episode one hundred and ten. What do we know? Uh, yeah. Speaking of one ten, uh, I know who who will be uh, having a. Hopefully, happy Thanksgiving. I hope. We hope now. Uh, ACH. ACH. He's back to ACH now. No more Jordan Miles. That's a slave name, baby. Officially gone from WWE. He just started taking independent bookings last weekend. Uh, appeared at a few of them. I saw a video of one of them. Looked like it was the high school cafeteria. But, uh, you know, he's good happy. for him. Yeah, he's, he's happy. happy. Listen, he's happy. Good for him. ACH. Uh, very just- Interesting that he hasn't said anything about the WWE since. So I, I think they might have a non-disparagement clause. <laughs> oh, now it's a, it's a little bit tough. Um, you know what? As he sh- he's got what he wants. So isn't this what he should? Do? I don't know if it's necessarily what he should do, but ACH. I'm just glad he's out of WWE. Because if he's happy, then I'm happy. I feel like, you know, this entire situation in the last number of weeks. Um, tiring. It's been tiring, <laughs> but also it's kind of shown how the new cycle of wrestling works because it's been immediately forgotten ever since. Yeah. And it's just, you know, WWE puts on a great event and suddenly it's like, yo, <laughs> now we're talking <laughs> about Ricochet and now we're talking about Rey Mysterio and shit. And, you know, poor ACH, but I hope he does well. I mean, I don't know what he plans to do with the rest of his future on the independent brand. Yes, I just blew something out of my face. But <laughs> I don't know what he plans to do with his future, but we can only wish him the best. That's all we can do. Can we? Sure. I mean, Oh. <laughs> there's there's a bunch of questions that we I still have that are out. I doubt we ever get the answers to them, and WWE for sure is not going to tell us. But um, just a weird month for this whole thing to go down, and <clears throat> I mean, just to be over in a month. He's one of the few that got their releases, so we put him on Sean Spears tier oh, yeah. of people who got their releases. Well, listen, listen. I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't even want to put him there because, you know, he actually did something to get released. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Spears was just Sean Spears, and they were just like, you know what? Maybe we've had enough. Um, Quick question before, yeah. I mean, we're going to transition from topics. Did you watch the Stone Cold Steve Austin yes. thing? I, I was going to get to it later, but yes, I did watch it. Tremendous. I really, really liked it. I, I think, you know, we, we we joke Undertaker, we call him Mag, MAGA and all that stuff. He legitimately... <laughs> You're well, the one who's the bad bunny voice. Me and certain constituents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> call him MAGA. He seemed really likable here, man. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's pretty good. I mean, to, to be quite honest with you, it's good to see him chill. I feel like his skin was very clear. Um, I don't know if it was makeup. Or, oh, he's definitely using the shea butter, shea moisture. Oh, easily. Um, you know, it's a, they've diluted the substance a little bit, so it's a little bit easier for a certain folk. But um, he looks good. He looks healthy. He looked at peace. He yeah. looked like someone who is firmly has accepted that I'm pretty much done. But if they call me back, I'm coming back. Like, yeah, that's, I didn't. I didn't know like the level of training that he does for this. Is he calls it like a fight camp? He's like, it's like it's a mini fight camp. He has to go to doctors and I mean, nutritionists. And all yeah, that. At this point, he's fine for his life. Every time he gets in the ring, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be real with you. But it was funny to hear that he said that the moment that he knew, or the moment that he was in pain, was the the Shawn Michaels Triple H four year run. And he said that he lived every single time in pain. Like he, he was, he was like hurting throughout all of those matches, and that he couldn't enjoy them because an hour later he would just literally just be just dead. Well, that that entire Triple H match, the first one at least, I think both of them. I mean, when you put in Hell in a Cell, it's pretty painful, but that first one looked brutal as well. But yeah, man, I mean, he's been through it. It was a great hour and a half, hour and a little bit more interview on like just a retrospective on his career because this is really the first time i mean he's had other interviews before that have popped up in the last year but this is like the first like a long form conversation that we've had with him and this was originally supposed to happen i think uh, austin was trying to get taker on the podcast after the streak ended a couple years ago i don't know if you remember He, he was trying to get that that interview and it fell through somehow and uh, finally, he he does do this interview. What what are some like other than the 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 him being in pain? What are some things that, that he talked about that kind of were, was really interesting to you? Well, I know for sure, and I think this is comes to the surprise of no one that he legitimately does not remember that WrestleMania 30 match. <laughs> yeah, he was concussed. I from the moment. I can say at least from watching that match, actually watching that match live, I knew he was concussed. Even if he didn't know when he got concussed, I knew that brother when he was just chilling on the ropes forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, just trying to walk through and talk through it. I'm just like, yeah, I know he's gone. But that was interesting. I mean, it's another wrinkle to this match, right? Like it's a it's a it may not be a classical classic match in the technical sense, but in terms of just like a period in time, like it means so much in modern wrestling history. It's arguably one of the greatest moments of the decade. Mm-hmm. Um, Shocking. Yeah. And you learn so many, so much different things. Just, it's just peeling the layers of so many different things um, with this match. But that was interesting. Um you know the the sound bite of like I don't think I would have ever you know survived in the Attitude Era with the gimmick that I currently had, um, which marked his transition from you know the 
whatever he was at that 1999 Undertaker to American Badass. Um, and, you know, is it, American Badass is one of my favorite, you know, iterations of Undertaker. So this worked out pretty well. Anything else that, that sort of jumped out at you? Um, I, I really liked Austin uh, apologizing to him uh, midway through about how he he, um, he, he just like wasn't he, he felt as though he wasn't like the best uh opponent oh, for him at times and that's good because we didn't think so either to be honest with you i don't think they've ever had a great match with one another ever ever and it's weird and he's he's always said that he felt bad about it so it was really cool to see face to face him apologize to undertaker for not giving him his all and he said that there were many factors that went into that but um i thought that was really a really cool and candid moment with him and um, I also like that the learning that Triple H doesn't drink. I didn't know that. Oh, I knew that for sure. Yeah. There's no way, one, right? Yeah, he doesn't drink at all. He says he drinks from time to time, but not really. But it's a I, – I knew that for sure. But there's so many different things. I mean, you talk about it's, like – It's an hour 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I, we don't want to spill it all for you, but it's, it's at least worth just like sitting down. Maybe you got something else going on. Let it play in the background. Hearing this conversation between these two Texas guys going at it. And it's really, really good. So you know what? Applaud them for the content. I can't yeah. wait to see what the Broken Skull sessions have up next. Hopefully it's something interesting. Um, let's do a little bit on on uh, CM Punk on backstage last week on uh, FS1. The, mm-hmm. the long-awaited return. So many opinions uh, about where, you know, what people felt about it. Of course, uh, it, it broke a million viewers, I believe, or it broke a hundred thousand or something like that last, last week. Uh, not a million with, with punk on the show, which was like the highest rating that they got so far. Um, just really quick. How did you feel about it? Um, do, do you think that this is something that will only work by, you know, bi-weekly or every so often, or is this something that you just want to see him way less than that? You know, I don't know anymore because that same first, <laughs> that first week was, so, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like, like, I was watching it like everyone was like, "Ooh, mic drop. Ooh, we dropped the bomb on him. And I was like, this is like literally we hear this every single day. Like yeah. everyone, everyone is him now. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It's, it's it's exactly like he was saying the things and he was more so like, you know, I'm only doing this because Fox pays me or I'm only doing this because it's the gig. And you know what? A lot of wrestling is this. And I don't like the labels of that. And I don't do that. And all I could listen to this and I was just like, you know who I'd rather Daniel Bryan saying all that. yeah <laughs> like I would rather Daniel Bryan at this point like I don't feel like now he's kind of like not necessarily proven to me but like his greatest contribution will not be in that chair next to Renee no it'll his be Daniel Bryan dog <laughs> yeah oh yeah Daniel Bryan can do it all I mean I watched the man cut a promo the yeah I mean I watched a man cut a promo on Periscope the other day um but I mean, I think his greatest contribution will be in the ring. And until he fulfills that, I don't think, you know, all these words and stuff like that. Like, I really don't. I'm not here to hear him become like a wrestling jock in terms of just like, you know, spouting all this information of what he doesn't like, what he does like. And, it, you know, people are going to continue to poke at him and he's going to not be able to bite. And he's probably going to end up like no selling it, to be honest with you, because that's what he's up at Seth Rollins. Yeah. Um, Seth Rollins wants the match, and he's like, "Yo, get off Twitter." <laughs> well, here, here's my thing: it's like he 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 contradicts himself a lot 
on the episode. He's like, I don't know why I'm here or, or I didn't ask for this. And I was like, you did ask for this. You were literally just bragging about all the money you have now, like literally at the top of the hour. And then he's, he's like, Seth Rollins needs to not, you know, don't come on here trying to, trying to start a program or, or trying to, trying to, you know, start a whole a match or, or try and like lobby for a match. And then he continues to, to take jabs at Seth throughout the whole show. And it's like, if you don't want Seth to do anything, keep it at that and then just leave it alone. You know, it's, it's, he, he's very, his messaging is off to me. It's like, if you're going to be the pundit, you need to change your message. Like you have to like something. It yeah. You have to like something. That's like, kind of what it is for me. Yeah. It's like the only thing he liked is, is the women, but it's like, then he turns around and says, well, uh, I don't like that. It's the hashtag women's revolution. And I was like, you know how this works. And also what's wrong with them having a hashtag? <laughs> like, it, yeah. just sounds, it sounds really, it sounds really weird. It's like, it's not a bad thing to have a hashtag. Talk about the fact that not a lot of them get any time. Talk right. about the fact that not a lot of them are, you know, are putting matches. Talk about Asuka losing to Charlotte all the time. Like, talk about things like that. It's like, I feel like, you know, Fox brought him back for a name, and we all knew that. that that's a cool thing. But mm-hmm. also, having him do a crash course in six years of wrestling is probably not a good idea because he's going to miss the plot. Like, I, I hope he's watching. I hope he watched last weekend. You know? Yeah. I hope I he's watching he, now. He missed the gradual, like, rise of <laughs> professional yeah. wrestling, not just people working in the ring, but like socially, culturally, globally, the the expansion, you know, now we got NXT UK, now, you know, mm-hmm. wrestling all over. The Kofi Kingston goes to Ghana with the WWE Championship. There's so many different things that you kind of miss. And you're kind of like, I'm pretty sure whoever pointed to him said, listen, the women are cool now. Um, like if I, I'm trying to explain, like how would I explain six years of wrestling to CM Punk? And I'd be like, women are main eventing WrestleMania. Um, indie guys showed up. Indie guys are indie guys are there. Indie yeah. guys are in top promotion or or top placements. NXT. Boom, there you go. Like we know he's not going to talk about anything but WWE. We know he's not going to talk about anything super serious. I, at this point, I don't know if you agree, but it's like I'm like, bro, just just fast forward us to the match. <laughs> That's really all I care about. Right. Yeah, we know what's going to happen. Uh, so he's not on the show tonight, uh, but he will be, I'm I'm thinking, sometime in December. Maybe this is a once-a-month thing. We don't really know. There's no inclination of what it is. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. I mean, I don't know. The show's kind of still in the green stages for me because, like, it's it starts off good, and then it kind of goes various different places. like the promo school and then like the trash talk at the end and i'm just like who did this map this out the booker t dave dave arquette shit was like huh (laughs) like you brought dave arquette here for this and he i mean yes he would 100 accept but yes it was both huh on both parts because yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you been following this ROH thing? No, please. With the uh, uh, apparently Joey Mercury has been going on Twitter for the past couple of weeks and just exposing ROH for just their terrible business practices. And uh, just recently, it was mentioned that Kelly Klein, their their former women's champion, there uh, was concussed during a match, and there's actually footage of it. And he put it out, and he, he basically sh- shared text messages between he and the uh, head of talent, I believe, at ROH, uh, mm-hmm. where he's basically like, you know. I don't pay women because they don't draw and, you know, I'm not taking care of the, basically they're not taking care of the performers. <laughs> what a Trump, <laughs> Trump like exposure of, of, of thoughts. Like they're, they're getting, they're getting 
exposed. And I, I think it's interesting that, uh, that Meltzer and, and a couple of people are saying nothing about it. And, and most other people who would jump at the chance for WWE to do something wrong or to say union, you know, scream union or racism at them. They're saying nothing about ROH and the treatment of minorities and women. Cause they, they know ROH ain't, you know, ROH is in, is it in the worst place it's ever been? I mean, I don't even 100%. know. It's, I think it's, been a constant number four or number five promotion for like the last like five years like their 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 greatest contribution per year was their relationship with new japan pro wrestling and it's i don't even know how that yeah it's over (laughs) and it's and it's trash so it's kind of like they've they were the at some point they were number three at some point they kind of moved the kind of edge to it was like two three depending on how you count tna tna had actual tv so it is what it is so there's a clear number three but now other wrestling promotions have started up and wedged themselves in between it so and now with this with roh it's like yo at this point just sell it to somebody like please have someone absorb it um, please bro please uh but yeah I, i'll 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 pay attention to this and uh, keep keep you posted on what's going on with this news because it's very very interesting to Absolutely. see the fall of ROH. Was there any other news before we get into Survivor Series weekend? Um, let's see, let's see. Are we missing it. anything? Uh, not like really. We, I feel like we had three things off the top. We talked about oh, wait, how did you how did you feel about the new Intercontinental title? That's really quick. Oh, I I, I love it. I think it's great. I think it looks really good. Yeah. I think it looks great. Um, I, I like that it's black. I like that it's not color coded, um, which they love to do. Because um, I think they secured that the white are for the women. And yes, um, yes, I, th- I did not think about that. So you're absolutely right. The, yeah, the, I think the, they've kind of secured that. Um, they just need to change that U.S. title now. It's 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 bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, and it's and, you know people are like well it's because Cody and I'm like I I they kept it literally after AEW was was in. Uh, was live. This is you know belt changes are not. It's like, not Cody's belt. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. People are acting like Cody came up with the belt. Like it was a and, belt before Cody existed. It was a belt then, before Cody was born. And then not only that, like the belt that he brought back was the one with the old scratch logo, I think, or the old uh, the old W logo or something. Yeah, like that. they've updated. They've updated it since. Yeah, so you know. Come on, let's just let's just be clear here. Uh, it is not it's not because of Cody. These types of changes are very sweeping changes that have to go through so many approvals. That this belt has probably been in the making for the past year, right? Uh, so you know, that, I just thought it was a weird thing that people brought up immediately. But you know, there are a bunch of purists that hate it. But I, I'm all for new things. I'm all for WWE doing new things. I might not have liked the 24 seven title, and I'm pretty you know we we expressed our dislike in the belt. But I th- I think they hit a home run with this one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even with the twenty four seven, it's like become this PR title, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you got workers like yeah. in, the, in the office winning it. People so. on their last day are just like, "Listen, we're gonna buy you a cake, but here's the twenty four seven championship. We brought our truth in to take a pin from you." Like, it's it, it, I guess it's just plain old fun. Uh, maybe fun. we should just go into Survivor Series. Yeah, let's go into Survivor Series weekend. Uh, not gonna touch Takeover, even though Kevin Owens did show up. Uh, leave that to our cohorts at. Uh, the war report who will be reporting about this this week they will be coming out with an episode yeah um survivor series itself really fun show um i thought the undercard over delivered a lot of times i thought the matches that we thought were good were going to be good were good and i thought the main event was we'll get into that but how'd you feel about that how'd you feel about the show you know i think 
I don't know how I feel about this show. There was there was various different. It, to me, it was kind of like ups and downs and ebbs and flows. And majority, there are things that I really. I don't think there's anything I hated on this show. No, I think I there are things I really like, and then there's things I thought it was like, huh, okay, I see what they're doing here. But there is nothing like, hmm. I'd say probably if I had to go, well. We can talk about the main event because I feel like people feel like the main event under delivered, and in some respects it did. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if there's a scenario with these three women together that this match tears the roof off. A hundred percent, no. I, I think a lot of <laughs> a lot of people have mentioned this. Uh, I believe Red Sox has mentioned this. I think Novak has mentioned this as well. Um, these three women are just completely diametrically different performers. Um, yeah. Shayna is very slow and methodical. Bailey is very slow and methodical. Becky is uh, slow and methodical to it. Kind, kind of a weird way. I don't know what she is. I, I, I've been thinking that she's hurt. She wasn't on Raw this week. No, um, she wasn't. And she wasn't even mentioned, by the way. Um, I, I don't know what Becky. And it's the same thing that, that happened with the the Mania three way too. It was just like. Becky was kind of on an island of her own, and the match only really kind of had a story or like anything going on with it when uh, Bailey and, and Shayna were in the ring. I thought this was a very Shayna match. I'll say that much. I think so too. I think there's a different. I mean, in terms of Shayna herself, I think it's just I don't know. She she to me she's never been the the sort of dynamic performer where you're going to get like the near falls and like a burst of energy, a second wind and anything like that. Like yeah. the matches just kind of happen until it reaches the choking part. <laughs> and then it ends. It's like, what's the choke? That's why the, and I hate to go to war games, but like, that's why the war games finish was so, I, I literally popped for it because usually when you're in the Carafuda clutch, we, you might, you know, certain, certain characters fight out of it for five minutes and then they just tap. Ray Rhea actually got out of it. And I thought it was a different finish. For a Shayna match, and I'm I'm actually kind of mad that they they kind of used it for War Games, right? Right. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. It's a it's a it's a different type of match. I think you know I'm glad the the women are still main eventing major pay per views. Um, but yeah, I don't think in, in on any planet on any day that this match was going to blow the roof off, especially after the sequences of matches that they had. I mean, this card was stacked. Yeah, it, it was one of the best cards on paper. And I think a lot of it kind of delivered in a lot of ways. I, I don't think there was like a terrible, uh, well, Fiend and Brian, your mileage may vary. Um, yeah, but, I'm, I'm still not a fan of the red light, to be honest with you. Like the, the red light needs to go. I'm not a fan of the anything. How about that? Like, I yeah. just think, I think that the it's these are Bray matches. I don't I think, think people Brian, are going to turn on him. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm already seeing a, a small contingent saying, this isn't happening the way that we wanted to. And I'm like, listen, this isn't booking's fault. You know, like this is literally how his character is. And you know, what's interesting on the taker um, thing with Austin, they talk about how taker was like, you know, a lot of people were upset at me because I was the character that was no selling other offense. And then I would just beat them with one move. Right. And I was like, the way that they're building that they built taker, this is the way they're building fiend. It's like, he's literally no but, selling a lot of stuff but it's weird because it's kind of happening in reverse right like taker's career he started off that way and eventually had to evolve to match with the times yeah whereas the fiend he's kind of you know a lot more physical sort of uh you know 
style of wrestling and yeah. now he's kind of taking it back to that sort of thing and it's to me it doesn't work in 2019 i've said this before i think him as a champion um people expect a lot of sh- out of champions these mm-hmm. days and a mm-hmm. lot of it is you have to deliver in the ring i think the the crowd itself everyone is just so smartened up these days that if mm-hmm. you don't sort of deliver in the ring it's the reason expose you it's the reason why braun is a champion right like because we, yeah. we know he can't do those twenty minute matches. We know he can't have those types of matches unless they're plunder matches, and that's what all Bray matches turn into. The Brian match was cool. I don't think he saved it by any means because you know it's just by nature of the fact that it's still the Fiend. And I think this was more of a story for Brian than it was for the Fiend. It was a story of, and it's kind of weird with the Fiend, right? It's like anyone who's faced him has either become heel or they've become face i mean brian's becoming a face again it's like everyone kind of flips when they when they go against the fiend right yeah i i think so it's this eventually leads to roman reigns right <laughs> it has to it, it has to but the thing is it's like he no sells so many people's finishers what about the spear is going to be so much different you know also how are they going to do red lights in the uh raymond james stadium oh they'll figure it out they will, <laughs> they will ruin your experience entirely for you in some fashion. Oh, but yeah, uh, you also had the women's five one five one five, which I thought was spectacular. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I was a little worried because I thought they were doing the war games thing again with Rhea and Team NXT, um, but they ended up really delivering it toward the end with Sasha, Rhea, Io, and Candice again. NXT completely blew me away this weekend, and it wasn't because of War Games. It was because of the way they were presented on Survivor Series. Yeah, I think they were presented in a way. I mean, well, I don't know. They won the night, so yeah. that's at least something. I mean, but, but they had won the night by 9 p.m. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> they, they were not losing. However, I think, you know, it's it's kind of WWE's way of showing that these this is a priority show for us, right? Like yeah. if we're gonna make a third brand, we're going we're not gonna half ass it. It's not gonna be ECW on sci-fi. Like it's going to be a full-fledged brand and people are gonna get shots and people are gonna earn. And I think this weekend, first of all, this weekend for Ray Ripley is an all-timer. It's just, oh yeah. I, I tweeted, I was like, is this Stone Cold Steve Austin or Rhea Ripley? Because <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's 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 definitely Rhea Ripley. Because, I mean, just think about it. She pinned Charlotte, mm-hmm. pinned Sasha mm-hmm. twice. Um, well, no, wait, she pinned her on SmackDown, right? Yeah, she pinned no, her on SmackDown. She pinned, she pinned Charlotte on SmackDown. She pinned Charlotte on SmackDown. She pinned Shayna at War Games. Yes. Then she pinned Charlotte. Sasha. On, Sasha. 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 At Survivor Series. And I was like, whoa, that's a... That's a if, big. You, if you needed any cosign as to who they see as, as next after uh, the Becky, horse woman era. yeah, it's, it's her. <laughs> and, and the thing is, it, it, that, that's fine. I mean, I think the, I think you give them two. I think, and I, I'll predict it. Let's predict it now. I think it's going to be Rhea. I think it's going to be Io. I think it's going to be Candice, obviously, the way they're pushing her. And I think it's going to be uh, either Dakota or Tegan Knox. Mm. I think that's... those are their four. No. I don't know. I think Ray Ripley is clear at the hands and shoulders above everyone else. Um, not just I think I think EO is more popular than her on NXT, though. EO is, and I think it's eventually going to transform into face because I think overall this the heel sort of transition ended up just transforming her as a character. Yeah, it gave her. It's it's less of a I'm now a bad guy and more of like I'm evolving as a person. I'm also great. cooler. Yeah, one hundred percent cooler. Um, 
So I think that's cool, and I think that's what happened with Asuka and Kyrie saying, right? Like we mm-hmm. thought, we th- we thought Asuka and Kyrie, and I'm not saying because they're all Asian, but <laughs> they're all they've all kind of transformed upon turning heel and have kind of adapted a new character, Asuka with the mist and Kyrie saying with just being extremely brutal for a tiny Asian lady. But um, you know, it's it, this is the type of thing that I think we want and we think we want out of the women in terms of just the evolution of them, not just being like women who like slap each other and stuff like that, but like the evolution of them as characters and putting the attention into that. Um, I think the women's five on five on five um, was much better than I probably thought it was going to be considering some of the parties involved. Well, they, I, well, they, they were smart because look at who they based it off of. They based it off of the top three or four of the NXT women who were all better than about half of both of those teams. <laughs> and then they kept it to, uh, they kept it to Sasha really kind of playing the, the role Car- and, and, and in some ways Carmella too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple stinkers in there. I like Dana Brookins, you know, Sarah yeah. Logan, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we knew that. Well, we knew that was going to be. Uh, did you? How do you feel about Mysterio Lesnar? I did. I li- I liked it. I um, liked it. It was very sports entertainmenty. Um, I would have went five if he won, but I went like three and a, three and a fourth. I think if they hit if he if they hit that double frog splash and he wins, it definitely would have been a fiver. Yeah, <laughs> like like come on, like I would had cry. a crowd in the, the the palm of their hand. Like that was a first. Um, I applaud it. I fave it. It's a. It was one of the better matches that we've seen. This. It's one of the most different matches Brock Lesnar has had this year, and I don't think you know Brock. He's Lesnar, in my top five. He's in my top five of the year. For I wrestlers. think Brock Lesnar, 2014. We don't ever see him taking a six one nine from someone's stupid son, right? Like, yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> he's he's so much better as a storyteller. He's so mm-hmm. much better as a seller. He's so much better as just really a character now mm-hmm. that, you know, these matches are elevated. And and I know he likes to work with smaller guys. That's obvious. But I think that the, the fact that these matches are so different. Look at this year. He had Finn Balor. He had, uh, he had Seth Rollins. He had Seth Rollins again. But they were both really good matches. Yeah, <laughs> um, I agree. He he's you know he's he's really kind of gone for the smaller the smaller guys and he, they've they've made really good matches. He might not have wrestled a lot this year, but I think he's had some of the best matches I've seen for my money this year. Right. Other than um, the Kane match. Um. Quick question: Do you feel like the NXT Championship match was an afterthought on this show? Yeah, a lot of people didn't like it, but I think I understood it. I, I think I understood why it was there, and that was to be like, tune in on Wednesday, because this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was incredibly dangerous to have Adam Cole out there, a night removed from that war game stuff. Especially after the bump he took. <laughs> yeah, and even the bumps he took in the, in, the, in the latter match, I think we don't need to see him wrestle for a month or two. I think I'd be fine with that. Um. I think that Pete Dunne really looked good. I thought the match was good. I, I again, good. yeah, I, I, t- I really thought it was good. I mean, people were like, "Well, they lost the crowd." I was like, "Yeah," because they don't. No one knows who Pete Dunne is. Yeah, and, and yeah. I think that that was the one mistake they had. Was it's like, why did you put Pete Dunne? Why did you put any of those three guys in that position yeah. to, to, to to possibly go out there? You didn't have Pete Dunne do any matches beforehand. You didn't have any type of. You know they didn't. They, they put him out there cold, and I and mm-hmm. I thought that was really the, that was really to the detriment of the match. I ended up giving it a pretty high score, but I think that I, that was just because I was biased because I knew I knew these guys. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, the men's five one five one five. Before we before we move on, uh, Keith Lee, man, 
Keith Lee, what a showing for him. The, the least expected Lee. too. I feel I feel like I don't even know. I don't I I guess it would have been if I had to pick someone to show out in this match, it probably would have been Matt Riddle. But Keith Lee being able to do what he did in the match against Roman Reigns and kind of earn the respect of the crowd um takes his character to another level, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that for the past eight or nine weeks he's been given a shot and um, you know, who's to say what that was for what what would have been. I think that he was aimless before a certain person disappeared. Right. So yeah. Is that safe to say? Um, but I think going forward, it's allowed him to really step his game up promo wise, step his game up performance wise, and also show people that, you know, these big guys can do it and he can do it on the main roster. And he looked like he belonged there. And that's one thing that was crazy about me is like, they all look like they belong there on, yeah, on TV. I like, agree. Even Champa. Even Champel, even I mean, more than Adam, like I'm considerably smaller than everybody there, and he looked like he could hang with with everyone. And you know, you just got to take him out of that out of that that place, you know, out of, out of full sail, and and let these let these people you know survive on their own. I, I think that you know they they threw them to the wolves, and I think that they passed with flying colors this week, and not just because they won, because I would have said this even if they lost, but right. I think NXT ended up looking really really good this week, and that men's five one five one five was like crazy like i know people were mad about the walter thing but meals you had you said it best honestly i mean the walter thing i feel like just in general they haven't put enough i think we'll get there with walter one day but also walter is like he's kind of like not from this planet like he's yeah. <laughs> like it, it, he's someone who's like nxt uk and he might be an nxt uk lifer for all reports that we've known this far is that he's not really moving to the united states so even just having him here was a treat in my yeah. opinion um so i think he you know he did what he did it was the perfect stage to kind of show him off nonetheless i mean he's got exposure in front of thousands of fans <laughs> And hopefully people will turn into NXT UK, but probably not likely, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, he got the show off. Um, he, he he did what he had to do. He got he got he's not the focus. Let's just say that anyone who was not in that final four is not the focus going forward on TV. You know, so that, that's what it is. You know what? What else I really liked? I I think that some of the best booking they've done this year is giving Undisputed Era all the belts. Oh yeah, it was. It's, I mean, yeah. It's a cool visual. I, I think now they're probably going to lose them all, which is fair. I think they yeah. all should. I think they all should lose them, except maybe Cole. But um, I don't think you have a, a, a stable. Well, maybe the Shield, but a stable. But all four workers are just working at the completely highest level that they're working ever. Like oh, uh, tag team of the year, mm-hmm. Roddy and Roddy and um and, and Adam Cole got to be in the running for at least wrestler of the year. I mean, even 100%. together, like they're just so good. hundred percent. I was right there for that riddle Cole match. And I was like, you know what, man, I did not believe in this guy a year ago. And in that year he did the, he did the, from takeover Philly all the way up to now he's been mm-hmm. next level. And um, yeah, hats off to Adam Cole for last weekend. Um, oh, oh, did you see this Biff Busick, um, Oni Lorcan stuff? How do you no, feel about that? I mean, yes, but I'm sad by it. <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> well, he was never, he was never going to be, this is probably going to piss off so many people. He was it's never going to be like, off. don't say it. Cause I'm very sad about this. What, what was his ceiling to you? What was his I ceiling mean, to you? Shorter Cesaro. <laughs> I don't know. I really liked him. I think he was a great tag team wrestler. I think his tag team partner sucked, but I think 
he was a great dynamic wrestler who I think even if he's not a focal point and even if he's not like a champion, like he's someone who's going out there and having balls to the wall, great matches. Like he is so good and it hurts because I do love watching his matches and hearing him say these things. It's like, bro, you got to do what you got to do at the end of the day. But also it was like, yo, don't make me, don't be that guy, please. I need you to stay longer. I need you. Everyone gets their day in WWE. Everyone. You're going to learn it from last night. (laughs) Well, I mean, he was a guy who, who could complain about his usage though? Like Probably what do you, what do what, what, what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. But I mean like. No one, I don't think anyone expected much more. I, I a hundred percent didn't. I like, didn't. I, I used on 205 live. I was like, that's cool for 205 live. And he was in the NXT championship use. I mean, not NXT championship match, but NXT kind of picture. And I'm like, that's cool for the tag team division in NXT. Yeah. Like, I think in any situation he's put in, he just is good. So I never kind of understood the frustrations. But if he's frustrated, I guess he can go. I mean, yeah. Who's the, who's to say? But I'm, I'm I'm just speaking from like a pure fan perspective. It's like I'm a fan. I, yeah, I understand you like him, but like, what did you see? What did you really? How mad can you really get that he's gonna leave or um, that he? I, I, I wouldn't say I would be mad. I guess I would be sad. I would be very sad. And, tr- and trust me, I'm I'm a, I'm pretty sad about it too. I I really enjoy his character, but it, but again, it's like there are certain people that are going to be on one level, and certain that are like certain people that aren't. It's like you tell me Sin Cara's leaving, I'm like, ah, all right, I get where he's coming from. You tell me, you know, things leaving, um, Biff Music, uh, Oni Lorcan, and I'm just like, but why? Like he didn't even do anything. Like he yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. He didn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Um, you know, there's another pay per view coming up this month, <laughs> this Sunday, right? On the network. This Sunday? Oh, Starcade. Starcade. <laughs> I'm not, it's not a really a pay per view. Yeah, I mean, I'm, they, they have Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte and Becky versus Bailey and Sasha versus Alexa and Nikki Cross. Tornado t- tag team match. That's a four way tornado tag team match. Is the Fiend on it? The Fiend versus Braun Strowman. I don't think it's going to be aired. They don't. I don't think they WWE allows that kind of gruesomeness on their television. Yeah, they don't. I think that's that's probably next. Or no, yeah, that's probably next. Honestly, so far, thus far, what they promoted is Rusev versus Bobby Lashley in a Last Man Standing match. Fuck finish. Um, they promoted. I don't think they promoted besides that and the tag women's tag team match. They haven't really promoted anything, but also on the card is new day versus the revival. Duh. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura and Sami Zayn versus the Miz handicap match for the intercontinental title, whatever. Um, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens, which just happened last night. Um, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin, which I'm sure is just a warm up for whatever is happening next month. And yeah, Fiend versus Strowman. Yeah, we're not gonna see any of that. Yeah, probably not. I'm I'm excited for the women. Um and maybe Rusev Bobby. Um just to see him get disrespectful. Uh shame that they have to ruin their Thanksgiving weekend to do this show. <laughs> It'll be after uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> but you just want to keep that last day. They gotta go right to Raw after that. That sucks. Um or no no that's the right to Raw. Yeah, we should we're definitely gonna go right to Raw. Uh I enjoy Raw. I enjoyed it too. I didn't think I would enjoy it. I thought I was good off of WWE television <laughs> for the last number of weeks. Yeah, I was pretty I, much like, "No, nah, I'm good." Like, you know I've what I like? Go ahead. You know what I liked? I liked that they got right to it, 
And they and they were like, you know what, Survivor Series is over, brand supremacy stuff is over, let's get back to the pressing issues at hand, and that is this show. Because this show has not had a a, a focus for like three months. Yeah, I think they built every part of the show was like, okay, we're building something new. And we got various things. I mean, Andrade versus Akira Tozawa. So Andrade looks pretty strong. Again, um, but he always looks strong until he loses, and they make him look strong again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> same old song with him. That's just the life of Andrade. Yeah. Um, Matt Hardy versus Buddy Murphy. Sent to God. <laughs> Listen, I don't know why they tried to. I don't know why Matt Hardy's doing this. <laughs> have the you man seen, is the 2001 Matt Hardy. <laughs> have you seen um, the the uh, black youngster thing where he was like shaking really like? shaking no, no it's like a no. meme where he's like shaking a lot somebody's seen that meme that's what matt hardy's brain is doing oh my god i mean good for buddy murphy how about that yeah and then buddy legend. murphy gets into it with alistair black who then sends him to god <laughs> so now that's a little program too so i'm like okay i see what they're doing here um aop finally returned well i mean they're part of a bigger story or you want to get into that yeah, I mean, let's uh, let's talk about it. The Raw kicked off very strongly. <laughs> yeah, it's what I, we needed to see. It's what the I love a good town hall. I like seeing everybody out there, and not just like everybody who doesn't matter, like everybody. And I say that because Randy Orton was there, and he's usually never there. Um, the only person that wasn't there was Becky. Strange. They didn't even mention her either. Um, but yes, um, Seth Rollins comes out, and it looks like. Do you want to say he's a full-fledged heel now, or he's no. just still tilting? He's tilting. I think he's well-meaning uh, a-hole heel. <laughs> uh, I like that. He's, that he's sounds com- like me. He is. <laughs> he is essentially. He is essentially coming out and becoming his Twitter persona. Is that safe to say? Yes. Um, yeah. In that he is the locker room leader, de facto guy that he that everyone he's he's essentially becoming the guy that everyone thinks that he is and then hamming it up to 10 10,000 times and i thought that it was tremendous the the promo he cut is probably the best promo he's cut in all year ray and his stupid son i was just like <laughs> ray saying f you and then walking off is the <laughs> most mood <laughs> randy mood. orton doing a jerk off motion is all these other people charlotte just not having it i mean they're doing a great job and kind of like in terms of just re repositioning kind of like the axis of monday night right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like because now kevin owens is the person who stays behind and kevin owens drops seth with the stunner um and now, and now we've got kind of like a different picture on Raw. Maybe Kevin Owens is the top baby face and Seth Rollins end up being the top heel. But I love, and I mean, again, Seth Rollins is pretty good at that role. Um, he's very easily liked, but then watch it flip back over again to people loving him again and then wanting him to be a face. Right. Like, like they did last time. But um, I love the thread of this story from NXT TakeOver to Survivor Series where, where Seth questions Kevin's loyalty uh, potentially setting up that swerve that didn't happen. But then Kevin saying, hey, I had unfinished business with the Undisputed Era for jumping me two weeks ago. <laughs> love, mm-hmm. I love that continuity. But then going right back and saying, you know, Raw needs me. Raw is my show and I want to I want to prove myself to Raw. And then Seth, be, you know, it's basically Seth wanted to be the locker room leader. 
but Kale wanting to prove that you know he's the, it's like it's like alpha males going at it right now. Yeah, that's that's much. what I that's what I looked at it on on Monday until about the end of the show. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So they have a match that doesn't finish, but was actually really, really good. I think they have great matches, and I've wanted them to go back to this ever since they had their cool few. But now the positions are flipped. Uh, in 2019, 2020, AOP mm-hmm. comes out because they were sent away by Seth earlier in the show. They beat up Kevin Owens, uh, and then they walk off, leaving Seth to stomp KO twice. And then uh, he walks off. I like it. I, I like mean, it a lot. I could have done without the AOP part, but to be honest. Oh, what's wrong with AOP? He needs heaters. He needs heaters. Is it, are they Seth heaters now? Because if Seth they are, Hardy. if they are, then I then I understand it. If he starts doing triple power bombs with them, then I understand it. Yeah, um, I, I think that I think you get them as Seth heaters, and then you have honestly, which I will, I'm all for. It. I think they've been leading to it, but I've just been wondering how they're going to do it. You have uh, AOP. Uh, versus the Viking Raiders for the titles pretty soon, right? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, I don't know. AOP has been just so non-effective. <laughs> I think they're going to get active, I think. I think they're going to get real active. They don't got a shirt on. They don't got shirts on now. They got to get so real gonna... disrespectful after a while. I don't, I'm not going to respect them if they don't get disrespectful. They don't got no shirts on, bro. You got to worry about that, bro. <laughs> Are they just trying to show it off. Oh, my God. All right. So how did you, this week in the... Uh, the Rusev Lashley. Hey man, I like this segment, man. This segment I liked it. No, I loved it. I loved it. You crazy? Rusev going insane, looking <laughs> like an insane dad. Like when he pushed the 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 great that that big uh, pyre on onto Bobby Lashley, and the crowd <laughs> popped out. They they cheered for murder. Like he but the be best dead. part was him laughing. And I was just like, "Oh, he is lit." <laughs> this is a next. This is a next level type thing. This is something where like I could legitimately see him. I know it might be wilding, but like you know, I could see him winning the title off this. He's. It's got one point one million views on YouTube, which means this is going to continue happening. <laughs> um, but not to be usurped. I mean, completely one point three million views on YouTube. Um, Ray Mysterio. New United States champion didn't see it coming. What a moment! I and, and again, another thing I liked about this show the way that it threaded into becoming this didn't even involve Ray at the beginning. No. It, it was about AJ and Humberto Carrillo, which it happened, and I was just like, you know what? It might have been too early for him to get one beat again and two win that title. So I get it. Humberto wasn't doing it for me, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> He wasn't doing it for me. I was just like, you know what? He was just doing a bunch of jumps and kicks and stuff. Bruh, he wasn't doing it for me. They legitimately brought out like four better contenders <laughs> back to back to back. After they like whooped his ass, it was like four of the people. It was like, nah, this is how it should feel. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he, he's beat up by the OC, which brings out Ricochet to cut a pretty... You know, I thought he improved toward the end of the promo. Yeah, I, I didn't like how he like presented the idea of a number one contendership i was like if hey now that we're all out here and and you know what made it even more awkward is that like raw and smackdown don't have authority figures anymore so like they just kind of make matches so aj styles is like you know what huh y'all want to do fade four way i guess we're having a fade four way until you know and where face me and I was just like, that is so funny. But him even Ricochet even suggesting it. What a nerd! First of all, <laughs> <laughs> you could you could lose this match. There's very high chance. That you, and not only did he call the match, but he's the one who took the pin. 
if there was enough, if we waited long enough, they probably you probably could have got just a title match. <laughs> yeah. But a singles one. But it's the, but, but again, you don't want to go to the well again with AJ Ricochet, which so Ricochet's kind of like he's out of the picture and he and he should be because he won a title already, but Where's he going from there? And that, that's, that's like, like the big question. It looked like those leading a little bit, Drew McIntyre, a little facey. Or maybe he was just having a lot of fun. I thought he was great. <laughs> I thought he, he was, was great on one day. Like, you, got, you, got a, you said he was tall, dark, handsome. I was like, all right, turn up. All right. I, I see the energy. Randy Orton's out there doing Randy Orton things. It was a great match. Listen, a great, I think it was a great hour. I think it lasted the entire hour. Yeah, and, but uh, ratings weren't that great, which is... Interesting. Uh, again, maybe next week. <laughs> well, well, they were up against a pretty big game, though, right? You know, I don't watch other sports because I'm a professional wrestling fan. So it was a I big football I'm, game, wasn't there? I don't watch football. At I don't watch all. football at all. You know how we are. You know, we don't we, we kneel for the flag. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure, Neil. Uh, Raw Raw did a Raw did a two point one. Mm. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. Speaking I mean, of winning some and losing some, huh? Charlotte and Oscar. Hey man, is, is, this is—I'm sure this is going to end in the way that you guys think it will. <laughs> <laughs> what? How did she spray in so much mist? <laughs> well, she she bukkake the mist. <laughs> She put in a couple more pills. She was like, you know what? Let me make sure to get how, all of her. How pissed are you as Charlotte to get the mist two times it, in 24 hours? And it's all over. Like, it's all over. It's not coming out. It is. Her teeth is green, bruh. Her big bruh. ass teeth. Her <laughs> cart- cartoon teeth were, were, were spat on. You think she has the nears? Oh, she definitely got nears. She near gang. She neared yeah. up. Shout out to Mark. Shout out to Mark. <laughs> um, I really th- I thought it was a good match, just not to the level of their usual matches. I think we're probably going to get that soon. But Oscar uh, is now one and two against Charlotte. All right, we're making a comeback. We're, we're making it make sense. We're making it make sense. It's a marathon, not a race. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. It's a marathon. TMC. The marathon continues. Oscar. <laughs> Kill, we're going to hell. <laughs> uh, a really good match. I mean, we all see where this is leading to. It's just really weird. But, but I mean, give Becky some time. All, listen, is she hurt? I don't know. I mean, we could do a couple couple weeks without Becky, to be honest with you. I, I mean, mean the, when is the, the TLC is in three it's in weeks. weeks. It's in two, two weeks. weeks. Oh, so yeah. she's probably going to show up eventually. Um, they they got to get this match off the ground, but they only have Raws to do it. They're not doing it on SmackDown as well, so. Um, I'm actually interested in seeing who Bailey's next opponent is too, because SmackDown's a lot more stale at the top than uh, Raw is. Because you can't going to be terrible. You can't pull the trigger on Sasha Bailey yet. Nah, it's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be a terrible match. It's gonna be some wacky shit. Carmella? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, none of it's good. <laughs> the, the competition is is uh Nikki again? No, I hope not. I don't really want to see that again. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Raw, Raw is infinitely more exciting because Oscar's there. But one hundred percent, and Kyrie too. And Kyrie, new, new Kyrie is good too. New Kyrie is like hilarious to me. Oh, we didn't talk about Oscar's channel. Oh my god, I did say I wanted to talk about that channel. We'll, we'll, we can wrap up the show with it. 
Have you seen her channel at all? I've seen the only video I've seen was her camping and making this giant monstrosity of whatever the hell it is, like a giant rice ball or whatever the hell it is. But I haven't seen much else. But all her little character things. Hilarious. Are you stupid? You are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) She's like making, she's like trying out rice cookers, making slime. Listen, she's Love got it. views on here. She's got it. She ain't slacking. These are 100K views. These are, she's a YouTuber. Uh, officially playing video games, getting free stuff. Oh my God. Like, she, she's good. Like, I, I would love to every week. Uh, I'm, I'm she's subscribed. playing The Legend of Zelda on a recorder. Yeah. She's good, bro. I'm telling you, she, Kana Chan on TV. YouTube. Kanachan TV. This is better than whatever was it cooking with Tanil. Oh God, she was making some. Remember those pancakes? (laughs) Cooking with Tanil or some shit like that. Oh, she was making some straight BS. There's not you would not find that on my Instagram, bro. Not at all. God, not at all. I think we are we are in favor of WWE people making their own youtube channels and showing the how bag. weird they are yeah get the bag get the, get the bag she she invited uh that uh i'm subscribing i have yeah, subscribe right now i'm having yeah, like, that but i'm subscribing now her in the hotel rooms cooking stuff um it's really interesting on like show weeks hold on i just turned it on accident i don't know if you heard it uh no i just turned it on too <laughs> <laughs> she's making ramen uh she had ramen as well uh, with uh, Kikutaro, the, mm. the famed indie uh, wrestler, came over to her house. Her house looks huge. She has a huge backyard. Don't know where she lives. Uh, we will never know. But yes, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch some more of this. Uh, yeah, me this too. Week and I'll pick. I'll pick a video, and we'll talk about Kana Chan. We'll call it uh, Kana Corner. Kana Corner. I love it. I love uh, it. We're gonna. We're gonna have Kana Corner for Kana the rest Corner. of the year. All right, make Shout sure you guys subscribe. This is the extra. This is a plug for Oscar. <laughs> so, yeah, it really is. This is really. <laughs> she needs to give us a shout out. Yeah, we haven't gone this hard in a while. Um, well, yes. we lost CM. We lost CM Punk watching like a, a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So we had nothing else, but uh, that I think that's it for for this week in wrestling. Uh, pretty pretty slow uh, week ahead with Thanksgiving and everything going on. So. Uh, thank you guys for listening on, on as you cook your meals and get ready to travel for Thanksgiving. Please be safe. Um, um, I hope you're at least marinating and or seasoning the chicken from now. Please don't, you know, if you're going to do it, do it right. You know what I'm saying? You're on this chicken, bro. I swear. You gotta, I mean, you turkey, gotta... whatever. Turkey. Turkey isn't that great. I had turkey the other day. It was still pretty good, but I still am not a fan of turkey. Uh, <laughs> I'm just making turkey. No, because I mean, it's, I, mean it's like I don't want to ruin your. I don't want to ruin your turkey by saying that I personally don't like turkey. I don't either. If you, if you if I came to your house, I would probably end up just eating the turkey. But <laughs> I want to let you know just beforehand, you don't gotta make turkey to impress me because I love chicken. All right. Well, uh, make sure you have chicken chicken on tap for meals at Thanksgiving. Make sure you have it fried. Um, until then, uh, thank you guys for listening. Follow us at RNC Radio Live. We have a special episode of, of a new show that we have coming out, dropping uh, today as well, uh, with our good friend Nelson called Chatting with Nelson uh, on his channel. For season two, he's opening up with an interview with myself, me, Justin. 
I heard it gets a little spicy. So maybe you want to maybe you want to cue this up and then you want to listen to that afterwards. You got to go over to Chatting with Nelson. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Spotify. He is separate from the RNC radio feed. So you'll actually have to go out and look for it. But trust me, you will not be disappointed. My friend, he is a great interviewer. He gets down to the business. I've done an interview with him. I talked as long as I talked. Justin has done one. So, you know, he's got the A show, you know, seal of approval. He's on RNC. He's part of the fam now. So he's good. He's just he's a made man. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. So make sure you listen to it. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you just everything. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I I think this episode, we we talk about you a lot, Mills, at length. Oh, I'm not looking forward to this. (laughs) We talk about you at length. You haven't heard it yet? I haven't heard the full thing, no. Oh, okay. Uh, we talk about you at length. We talk about the creation of RNC, the creation of the A show. From from my point of view, we got we got your point of view. Uh, oh, wow. We talked to you. I, I heard that a couple <laughs> months ago. We got your point of view. No, it's not that different from yours. It's okay. Not that All right. from yours. All right. um, it's just really good. If you if you wanted to know anything about me or you wanted to learn anything about me uh, personally or, or just how I deal with wrestling Twitter and how I look at things uh, when, when I see these types of tweets from people, uh, t- tune into the show. So, yeah. Yeah, thank you. We also uh, have one more thing. We also have Lookout Merch, Capsule Collection. Oh, God, yes. Number yes. two will be dropping this Friday. So new Lookout t-shirts. They're designed by a good – let me get his actual name down because he – the way – it's very – I I search for black designer. I also wanted to search for something abstract because, you know. Well, you were you you for everybody that's black. I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Um, Jawan Johnson – um, you can find him on Instagram at Mom Got Chicken. Now you see why I followed him. Um, <laughs> oh my god! You can find him on Instagram and Twitter. He doesn't use Twitter enough, but you know he definitely on Instagram. Um, you can find him um, at Mom Got Chicken. He's a great, just abstract, just sort of original artist. Um, very black, very cool. Um, he designed our T-shirts. They're going on sale this Friday. Um, so if you got some extra Black Friday cash, please send it our way. Uh, we would appreciate the support and everything that you do. And this is one that's really for the fans. We worked really hard on it. I know I worked really hard on it. Um, Jeff worked really hard on it as well. But, like, I don't think it's safe to say that I, I worked very, very hard on it. <laughs> um, well, I mean, of, this is this, I mean, talk your shit. This is the fruit of your labor. Like, this is, yeah. this is great. It's RNC merch, bro. Like, for, for months since yeah. july so <laughs> um a lot of things have been going on so make sure you just tune and just support you know support the brand support the homies um that's all i got to say we got to sell this out we got to sell this out and before that uh you know check out every one of our shows we have late fee shopping as well so if you're bored over thanksgiving break and you're shopping you have a lot to listen to and a lot oh, yeah. to buy oh yeah 100 percent. yeah full-fledged full-fledged uh full court press here from rnc radio Thank you once again, Mills. Thank you to everybody listening. Please have a very safe, very filling Thanksgiving. For Mills, I am Justin. Until next week. Happy Rusev Day. All right, all right. Not so fast. Before we let you go on this week's episode of the A-Show, I decided, or rather me and Mills decided, to put the first six minutes of chatting with Nelson with myself at the end of this episode. So right after this drop in this introduction, um, I will go right into the first six minutes of the episode featuring myself. Uh, usually I don't like to toot my own horn too much, but uh, I think it is a great 
uh, episode. Uh, obviously, Nelson is a great host. It is a great show. It's a huge opportunity uh, for him, his first show on RNC Radio, to have me on it. Um, I don't do many podcast appearances. So, you know, this is the story of RNC, story of me and Mills, the story of the A-Show. We talk about literally everything. But in this snippet, uh, he asks me a very, very poignant question that a lot of people want to know. And I answer it. And I talk about a lot of uh, reasons why a certain contingent of people hate me. Um, But this is the first six minutes. You can listen to the rest of it uh, at Nelson's channel on his channel. Uh, the description will be in our uh, show description, or not the script, the link will be in our show description. Uh, you can check that out right now. Uh, but without further ado, here's the first six minutes of episode one, season two, chatting with Nelson, with myself and Nelson. Check it out and listen to the show, and we'll see you next week. So make sure you get enough time, and then it's like, it's like you know, yeah, beneficial enough, and then no one like runs in like Justin, we need you right now, <laughs> right now, fucking, please. This, this meeting got fucking called literally seven a.m. I was like, all right, I got everything set, the room mm-hmm. is set, and then the room we were gonna be in, which is the room right there, was got it got completely taken. Wow. And then I saw that this room was booked by someone who's not even fucking here. They so just I haven't booked, booked it. off. Yeah, they just they just <laughs> haven't taken it off. So I, I blocked off this room. I gave a work block for yeah. this whole two and a half hour block. Wow. And like there are people still giving me meetings. I'm just like, fuck, bro. I appreciate that, though. Nah, I, re- I really appreciated you going hard trying to, like, schedule this in. Because oh, I was no. kind of like, oh, you know, like, he's working. I don't understand if it falls through. Nah, bro. Nah, I I um I want to make sure. I've, I've been, like, wanting to do this for months now. Yeah, I, I had talked to Mills about it all the way back in June. Yeah. And he was like, no, yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. He said he wants to do it. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. He's like, no, 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 but you got to do it. You got to do it. That's my favorite thing about Mills is yeah. that, like, if I slack on something, he'll just be, like, out of nowhere the motivator. Yeah, he'll yeah, just yeah. be like, yo, did you do this? You gonna you said you were going to do this. Do it. He sounds like, familiar. He sounds like somebody I know. <laughs> um, so usually whenever I begin, I just jump in. And I, I want to go ahead and immediately ask you off rip. Okay. Why does wrestling Twitter hate you so much? Wrestling. Oh, we're recording. Wrestling Twitter. <laughs> you know you know what's funny? I've been on wrestling Twitter for a long time. Mm. But mostly in the, in the world where it's like, you know, not really... Um, not really with like okay this, there's two separate parts of wrestling twitter there's like the black part yeah and there's the white part and i think that a lot of people really like understand that yeah and i was on the black part the black side and this is like 2013 2014 where it wasn't really like there was no kofi mania there was yeah. none of that sh- you know it was new day just starting a lot of the the, the black wrestlers were in the indies yep. like you know, like i remember seeing ricochet in new japan ricochet doing all you know he was one of my favorites back then right so i i didn't really have a voice back then you know what I think popped it off? It had to be, honestly, it had to be around 20, what was it, 2016, 2017, uh, when, I, when I did the SmackDown okay. with Wale. And that's when people started kind of saying, oh, man, he, he's, you know, he's really, he really he's loves the there. culture. Yeah, yeah, he loves the culture. And so I would, you know, obviously we had the A show at that point. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of like, it was kind of the low end at that point was, you know, a lot of people that listened to it were people that really supported us. Right. Then they just kind of opened the floodgates. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we started having a following, if, mm. if you will. And, you know, from there, it just sort of became like, here's my thing about that is like, I never changed the type of tw- Twitter person I was. Right. You I'm never the, like changed up your personality yeah, or I'm the, same the person. gimmick or anything, exactly. for lack of a better phrase. I'm the same person in real life. Anyone will tell you this. I'm the same person in real life. As I am on Twitter, hundred percent, hundred percent. I troll my friends, I troll my family. And anybody tro- can get it. Anybody can get it because you know what? If I got it, I got to get it too. You know, right. if that's the case. So, 
I can't pinpoint a certain time or a certain period where it happened. It had to be, there's so many scuffles that I've had with these people, you know, where it's like, I don't, I don't know why they dis- dislike me. Oh, I've, I've never, like, when I was on music Twitter, mm. I, it was way worse. Yeah. People was offering fades to me. Damn. People wanted to fight me, wanted to beat me up. Wrestling Twitter, it's just, oh, if you say something wrong, I'll be like, oh, you look like, you look like Kevin Smith and I'll block you. Right. You know, I wasn't talking about nobody moms. I wasn't, I wasn't saying I want to fight you, fuck you up, any of that shit. Like, I was just, you know, tweeting what I wanted to tweet. I'll tweet about New Japan one day. I'll tweet about ROH another day. I'll mm. tweet about WWE. I, I have to watch WWE. Yeah. I was literally just um, talking about this with, with Bix and Span last night. Uh, Bix, Bix had racist tweets that came out. Yeah, and I saw. Bix and I had like a, had, we have a contentious relationship, if you will, where it's like we followed each other for a second earlier this year. Then he, he kind of did the soft soft unfollow where he blocked me you block then, then, then kind of then unblocked me yeah. so he could still see what I was doing so I was like you know what I, I still had the same energy for Bix as it you know from day one to day 100 mm-hmm. where I was like I'll come at him I'll do whatever because it's like whatever like he's a journalist he should know about what this yeah, is yeah he should right? be able to take it so like the, the main talking point for wrestling Twitter where it seems to be currently is that I'm a shill I want to work for the E mm-hmm. I'm verified. Like, That's my favorite one that I see a lot. Like, like I don't uh, understand that part. They come at you with the verified check. Oh, he has a verified check. He swears he's this. He swears yeah. he's that. I don't. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, I got the. I got that check. In t- I was at the Summer 16 tour with my boy Pat Pafit. I got a. I got a notification on my phone. They hit me on my phone. I was like, What the hell? What, what's this? You know, when you get verified, Twitter verified follows you. Okay. So, and that's how I knew. And I was like, oh, snap, I, I did it. I, I got a verified check. And nice. It, you know, that came from that came from me working a complex for an upteen amount of years, working mm-hmm. at the hundreds for an upteen amount of years, putting out articles that really resonated with people for umpteenth amount of years. Working your and, way to that, you know. To that level. Yeah. And you know what, you know, that's disrespectful to me. And it's like, that's more of a, that's more of a disrespect than me saying, hey, maybe we should pump the brakes on this Jordan Miles thing. Right. Or that's more than me saying, oh, dang, AEW not woke because you think AEW not the, it's not the shit to me. Yeah. That's bigger than that. Right. You're going to disrespect, once again, there's a bunch of people from Europe that are white anyway. You know what I'm saying? Or white people, period. It's like, oh, you're discrediting what a, what a successful black man who moved from Virginia all the way to California is doing right now. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than wrestling to me. Yeah. So, like, that's what I... What's good, everybody? As per usual, it's me, it's your boy now, and I'm very excited to announce that I have joined up with RNC Radio Network, and we're bringing you season two of Chatting with Nelson. That's right. So, if you want to go ahead and hear the rest of this conversation, if you want to hear the rest of season two and all the fabulous conversations and great content I got coming, make sure you go ahead and do the right thing. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe and follow RNC Radio. Make sure you go ahead and follow and subscribe to Chatting with Nelson on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Tap in, tune in. It's coming. Season two is here. Listening to Chatting with Nelson.